Eagles Entertainment. With the 15th pick in the NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select... You're listening to the Journey to the Draft podcast. Welcome to the Journey to the Draft podcast presented by Life Brand. I'm your host, Fran Duffy, and the first round of the 2022 NFL Draft, it's in the books. And the Eagles have selected Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis. They trade up from 15 to 13 to select the Outland Trophy Award winner, the All-American defensive tackle from the best defense in the history of college football. He is now a member of the Philadelphia Eagles, and a defensive line that has been one of the strengths of this team gets a lot stronger. To break it all down, Ben Fennel, Dane Brugler, we're going to do that here here in Draft Buzz, which, by the way, will also include some of our thoughts on the Eagles making a blockbuster trade as they sent the 18th overall pick and a third-round choice to the Tennessee Titans for Pro Bowl wide receiver A.J. Brown. So Ben, Dane, and I, we're going to talk through both of those moves, both of those acquisitions, the Eagles getting significantly better on both sides of the football here on Thursday evening, the first night of the NFL Draft. We'll break it all down there in Draft Buzz. The best way to support the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rate leave us a comment leave us a question if you've got thoughts on night one thoughts on night two thoughts on night three make sure you head on over leave us your questions and we will answer it here in an upcoming episode also be sure to go check out eagles draft central we are going to have outstanding coverage all weekend long myself gabriella di giovanni ross tucker dave spadaro you do not want to miss it we're going to have exclusive interviews exclusive analysis you don't want to miss anything that we've got over these next few days you can check it out on philadelphiaeagles.com the eagles mobile app and all all of the Eagles' social media channels. That said, let's get into this podcast. Excited to catch up with Ben Fennel and Dane Brugler to talk through Jordan Davis and A.J. Brown. It's time for Draft Buzz. Now it's time for Draft Buzz. All right, so for Draft Buzz, I welcome in Ben Fennel and Dane Brugler. And guys, uh, the first round is over, uh, and the Eagles have selected Jordan Davis, Georgia nose tackle, uh, in the first round. They trade up with the Houston Texans. They give up a couple picks. They move up ahead of the Baltimore Ravens. All reports point to the fact that Davis likely would have been a Raven if he was on the clock there for them uh, at number 14. And so the Eagles get Jordan Davis. Dane, what are your thoughts here? I'm interested to get your reaction, how you reacted live to that selection. In my final mock draft, I had Jordan Davis going 15 to the Eagles. So it was something that, you know, we thought going into today was a realistic possibility if he got past a few of those landmines, Baltimore being the big one. You know, you look at Jordan Davis, he just looks like he should be wearing a Baltimore Ravens uniform. And so could he get past Baltimore? Well, the Eagles didn't wait to find out. They were aggressive. They went went and got him. And, you know, with Jordan Davis, obviously, we've talked about him so many times on the show, but. He's known as that run defender. I'm really eager to see how they use him and what type of rotation and you know where they line him up exactly. How much pass rush are they expecting they can get from a guy that's 6'6", 340, and is that type of athlete. So I think we just we knew there was a good chance that Howie Roseman not going to be able to pass on a, on a player like this. Well, not only did he not pass, he was aggressive to go get his guy. And uh, I mean, you, you love to see that when a team is believes that much in a player they're going to give up picks, you know, with the Eagles, traditionally, they're very strategic with how they can be aggressive. This is one of those examples. Yeah. I mean, Ben, you, you've talked about uh, Jordan Davis so often, and you talked about him literally this week, what we did in the mock draft episode, the Eagles selected Jordan Davis. You talked about how he is more than just your two gap run stuffer. I feel like that's the, where he's been kind of pigeonholed Jordan Davis. And you definitely see him as something more than that. Well, I think when you see nose tackle positionally, 340, 
has a bit of a reputation and a stigma of being a line of scrimmage dwelling big guy. It's a guy that's exceptionally quick and light footed for his size. And the other perspective I just want to give to Eagles fans in reflecting back on Georgia, Georgia played a variety of fronts. I mean, Jordan Davis can play anywhere from zero to almost a four or sometimes even kicked out on the edge because of all the different fronts that Kirby Smarts likes to impose. Sometimes it's a single gap. Sometimes they're slanting post snap. Sometimes he is two gapping. Jonathan Gannon also plays a wide variety of fronts for him, whether it's overs or unders or five man fronts, bare fronts, you know, incorporating some of the Sam linebackers, guys like Milton Williams, any given week as a defensive end, maybe a three tech guys like Ryan Kerrigan, no longer with us, but just the versatility of the defensive line group and how Jonathan Gannon deploys them. That is a perfect situation for Jordan Davis because he can play the zero shade and hold up a center and play peekaboo, or you kick him out to three tech and let him shoot up the field or play a four and control a tackle. I think you could really do a lot of the same things he was able to excel at Georgia in this Eagle scheme. This is not a boring, we rush four and play four every down type of scheme that Jonathan Gannon uh, deploys with the Eagles. I think Jordan Davis and even stemming off of last year's pick of Milton Williams, these are the perfect ingredients to kind of make your meal. And that's the thing is that he's got that ability to be your traditional nose tackle, right? But he also proved that this offseason, that ability to be something more because of those athletic tools that he possesses. Uh, and one me, step further, Fran, you know, yeah. just like just uh, harp on the, the hybrid aspect of all these players. I mean, Hassan Reddick, he's going to play some Sam. He's going to play some defensive end. He's going to be yep. used creatively. I think having these guys that can do different things and are versatile is the name of the game in, in your front seven these days. And I think Jonathan Gannon is getting a very interesting group of players to work with. Yeah, I mean, Fletcher Cox, we've seen line up inside, outside. Josh Sweat line up head up on a tackle slightly inside to all the way out wide. It's a nine technique, right? We've seen it uh, with a number of these players along the line of scrimmage. To me, Dane, this also goes back to something you said. I think when you look at this draft overall, we knew what the wrap was on this draft class in 2022, that it was devoid of like those superstars, those special difference, difference makers, the blue chip talents, you know, they were there, but they were a little bit less than, than what we're normally used to. And Jordan Davis with his unique skill set, he was one of those guys that had that potential to be a true difference maker because of how unique his skill set was. Yeah. And you know, when the top 10, we saw a lot of corners. We saw a lot of wide receivers. We saw a lot of pass rushers. And then uh, Jordan Davis is the unique player that you just don't see walking down the street. He, he brings something different to this Eagles defensive line. He gives you that versatility I think you're looking for, because even though, like Ben set it up, you don't want to pigeonhole him as that run defender only. The way that he's used in this Eagles scheme is going to be really, really interesting. And uh, just looking at how you know, he was used in college and how he's going to be potential he's going to have at the next level. I'm really excited to see how it plays out. And again, going back to, uh, you know, the way that these players came off the board, you knew Jordan Davis was going to be somewhere in, in the middle of that first round. No, he's not as, as flashy uh, in terms of the sack numbers as, uh, you know, an Aiden Hutchinson. But for a defensive lineman where this is not a, necessarily a deep defensive tackle class. But it's something that we knew the Eagles wanted to come out of this early rounds, first three rounds with someone that upgrades them on the defensive line. And Jordan Davis does that in a big way. So the top of this draft does get a little bit of a bad rap uh, in terms of, quote unquote, high end talent. Jordan Davis is one of those players that has the traits to uh, not only come in and make an impact right away, 
but maybe be even a little bit more than, you know, what we saw. And, you know, my big thing with Jordan Davis has always been a snap count is okay. Average 25 snaps a game last year as a senior. What happens when that nearly doubles? And that's something that will be interesting to watch as a rookie. How do they sprinkle him in? How many snaps are they going to ask him to play right away? And, you know, he's, he's a guy that played around 360 uh, last year as a senior, but he was 341 at the combine. And a really promising sign is he was 341 at the pro day. So, you know, as long as he keeps that weight in check, maybe that snap count goes up a little bit. He plays with the same energy. So Jordan Davis, uh, really interested to watch his rookie season for the Eagles. And the other big thing, Ben, you know, the, and really the three of us, we always talk about uh, identities of general managers and decision makers and franchises throughout the course of the NFL draft. This was Howie Roseman's 10th first round pick as general manager. Out of those 10 draft picks in the first round, seven have been offensive or defensive linemen. And that, again, just kind of looks into the belief of building through the line of scrimmage on offense and on defense. Ben, it's just more of the same here uh, with this Eagles team. This is something that helped them lead to a championship back in 2017, and they're going to stay true to that model. Yeah, absolutely. I think it serves them on both sides of the ball to play ball control on the offensive side, to be able to run the ball deploy a very athletic offensive line group and then have guys on the defensive line to play a variety of roles, stout run defenders, interesting sub package players, really interested to see kind of how all these guys get deployed. All right. So I mentioned that uh, 10 first round draft choices, seven offensive and defensive linemen, those other three picks, a quarterback and two wide receivers. Well, the Eagles used one of their first round picks here tonight to go and get another wide receiver. It wasn't a draft choice, but the Eagles trade for Pro Bowl wide receiver A.J. Brown. Dan, I know you guys were live uh, on The Athletic uh, discussing this entire draft, breaking down pick by pick. I'm interested to kind of get what the reaction was from you guys on set when it was announced that uh, A.J. Brown was now a Philadelphia Eagle. Yeah, it caught all of us off guard, uh, as you can imagine, because this is one of those things that this was already in the works. I mean, the physical had have already been done. There's a lot of things that were already in play. And so this was under wraps. I mean, usually big deals like this don't stay quiet, but props to the Eagles and, and the Titans for keeping it under wraps. I did not expect it at all, but obviously love this for the Eagles. A little bustling for the uh, Tennessee Titans, kind of like, you know, the Jordan Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, you know, you're, you, you trade a good receiver and then you draft one with the draft pick you get back. Worked out okay for, for both the Vikings and the Bills with, with Justin Jefferson and, and Diggs. We'll see how this works out with Traylon Burks, who is often compared to A.J. Brown for the Titans. But for the Eagles, you love this, especially for this offense, you know, who's you know, a lot of those quick hit opportunities, catch a uh, run after the catch. You know, A.J. Brown, not the fastest receiver in the league, but another guy that doesn't get caught very often once he's able to stretch out that stride and play with that physicality. So for the Eagles, their offense is just that much better. Him, Devontae Smith, I mean, that's a lot of fun. And Jalen Hurts, hey, nobody's happier right now than Hurts and the opportunity he has going into next season. Ben, I know you've studied, obviously you studied A.J. Brown when he was coming out of Ole Miss, but uh, I also know you've studied A.J. Brown with the Tennessee Titans as a part of that big offense out there with, with the Titans what are your thoughts uh, on A.J. Brown and the presence that he can bring to this Eagle scheme with uh, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, and everybody across the board? Well, I again, you know, harping on the diversity on the defensive side. I love the diversity in the skill players. And this is a guy that might have 50 pounds on Devontae Smith. And that's okay because they do different things. And A.J. Brown is really that power slot where you want to get the ball in his hands and let him do some run-after-catch opportunities with an explosive vertical gear. And he catches everything. 
those are a lot of things to kind of check in like you can win on the outside, win over the middle. I think finding guys just to win and contribute in different ways and not peg just round pegs and around holes all the time is kind of the name of the game. So I'm really excited for Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon, just to have access to very versatile and hybrid type players, whether it's the Jordan Davises, Hassan Reddick's in free agency, AJ Brown's here in a trade, a blockbuster trade. So, you know, this is a team that I know a lot of maybe fans wanted another young receiver and kind of keep churning uh, the well there. It's okay to get a veteran as well that's ready to play, that knows you know the offense. It's a reliable target for a young quarterback. I know he's young as well, but you know having been in this league for a number of years, there shouldn't be much of a learning curve. So you know Jalen Rieger going into year three, Devontae Smith into year two. I think there's still some young presence around. So adding a veteran to that group, which I think AJ Brown immediately is the veteran of the group. I think just gives a little stability and a little security for everybody involved. And I think when you talk just about a pure skill set, I mean, what do we always talk about with this Nick Sirianni passing game? It's all about yards after catch, yards after catch, yards after catch. And A.J. Brown, that is where he makes his money. That is where he is one of the best in the league, is with the ball in his hands, play strength, competitiveness, vision in the open field. We talked about when he was coming out of Ole Miss. We see it in the NFL. Uh, That's where he has been most lethal. Uh, So a really impressive addition. It's going to be a lot of fun to continue breaking that down. And we're going to keep breaking down this Eagles draft and some of the other big things that we take away from day two and day three tomorrow. We'll be back right here on the Journey of the Draft podcast presented by LifeBrand. Great stuff there from Ben and Dane. Again, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back on Saturday night as well. It'll probably hit your podcast feeds on Sunday morning. We are going to be talking through all of the rest of the Eagles draft choices. And if you're a fan of another team, don't worry. We'll be back talking about every choice in this draft in the coming weeks right here on the Journey of the Draft podcast presented by LifeBrand.